and you know if it if it is a comment on your your appearance or or anything like that then fuck those people this is one of my questions i used to ask a lot like tell me a time where things were like tough like should i give up mm. kind of tough and what was the inner dialogue that you had to do to get to keep moving forward mm. I think there was an audition I had one time where it wasn't said, but it was implied that my face doesn't belong on TV. Oh, and it was a comment. It was a side comment that you overheard? Yeah, it, like, gosh, I don't even remember what it was for, but... I heard that and I heard a comment about my, my eye, my eyelid. And my eyelid, it's always been kind of a sensitive subject growing up and I've always contemplated getting it fixed or not fixed, but like, you know, worked on. And I always thought at what, at that time, I was like, well, maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe I don't, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe my face doesn't belong on TV because it, you know, a lot of people don't look like me on TV. I, I get it. I get it. They're probably right. But it took a really strong support system to talk me out of it, to talk me out of getting an operation, to talk me out of uh, not moving back home, to talk me out of, or to, to talk me into, you're supposed to be doing this. Lots of conversations with friends and family that kind of reminded me that, no, there's, there's other things for me. And yes, I'm supposed to be doing this. And, you know, I go like, I'm sure a lot of people go through this stuff, especially getting 10,000 no's before you get a yes. Mm, you know, yeah. that it's, it's a normal thing. It's a numbers game. Yeah, yes. it really is. And it's nothing against you. And, you know, if it, if it is a comment on your, your appearance or, or anything like that, then fuck those people. It, it's been a long journey of, kind of accepting the way I look and accepting that this is this is me and this is what I'm rolling with throughout this career. Did you do that uh, that one, uh, I saw you on TV. Oh, that one, uh, the Oscars? Yeah. Yeah. Was it for that song? Yeah, This Is yeah, Me, yeah, right. The Greatest oh, Showman. Dude, that <laughs> song, I was, I was watching, I watched that movie on the plane. Uh-huh. I cried the whole movie, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be crying on the fucking plane right now, but... <laughs> the, yeah, that's such a powerful, powerful song. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm just piecing that together. It's like your journey and that's, I, I don't know how, how I guess, powerful that moment was. Oh a- man, you have no idea how many like strings that hit because for We're our audition tape, <laughs> we had to send a tape, which I found that casting notice through a theater company that I auditioned for, but didn't work for. Mm. And they're like, uh, you should you should submit to this. So the instructions were sing, sing a song, one, uh, learn this dance, and tell us what this song means to you. And in, in my tape, I was like, well, you know, being in this industry and not having a face that you normally see on billboards, having a lazy eye, I've had to deal with people saying no to me all the time, but, like the song says, like, this is me, accept me for who I am. If you don't, 
I'm still accepting of who I am. So body chills now, (laughs) and that's that was the great thing about that performance is that those people that were on stage had stories like that, and you know they were talented, talented people, but maybe had a lot of experience with physical features that people didn't want. Yeah, and just to be out on that stage on national TV. And to you know, look up and see Denzel Washington and Meryl Streep in the Ooh, front row. Yeah. Oh, that's it what... was like a culmination of my entire journey. It was like I've stuck with my like I've rolled with myself all this time. This is where it brought me. So yeah, I'm I'm on the right path. It's crazy, bro. I'm the... getting, this is like I'm getting a third round of shit. Because right <laughs> it's it's so fucking cool hearing that. Because it's like you're you're. You get here, you're struggling for two months, trying to get a regular, just to get a, a job to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Now you're fast forward, like doing hella, uh, doing shows and now all the way to Grammys? Uh, Oscars, yeah, yeah. Oscars. Did you have an expectation of how long it would take? I was like, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna be on this by next year. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of um, set goals and, and things like that. And especially when I first moved out here, I'm like, I'm going to be on a TV series by this year. But like I said, the path kind of changes as as you go through it. And you're going to take turns that you didn't think that you're going to take. Yeah. So I've kind of come to, like, I still set goals just so I can still have the drive and, you know, really go for it. And it gives us, like, something to, to aim for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm accepting of the fact that it might not happen right away. It might not happen at that point. But it still could. Yeah. You know? Just won't happen on your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, okay. it never happens on your timeline. Yeah. It never does. That's, that, I think that's what's, what's what, fat, what I think what made me excited for that story is like, um, it, it happened when it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we're like, I don't know, maybe type A personalities or people who are first timers and want things to happen quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really about, because we don't have control of the goal we re- achieve. Like, like yeah. oh, like, like shit, like I want to make an extra thousand dollars in a month. Okay, that's the goal, but it's always like what happens in between. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do the things that get you there, then it's not going to happen. And even then, there's going to be goals that we, we set for ourselves and no matter how much work we put in, it's like it 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 doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where where it's discouraging for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, which is something actually now I'm curious about. Like when set these goals, like in your earlier days, mm-hmm. like when you when you didn't hit these goals, what was the impact on you, and what was the process to continue? striving for it because like mm-hmm. i said people are like oh damn i didn't make it in a year guess time back home mm-hmm. i mean i I'm, I'm the type of person that kind of takes uh negatives and forms them into positives so i kind of use that as you know the driving force to work harder mm. and um i think that's a really hard thing for people to do but luckily like i'm i'm very like headstrong and i, I kind of like you know keep that drive and, and that motivation like the haters motivate me and like mm. all those no's motivate me to get to that yes mm. but again i you know i'm not perfect i i definitely have like those times where i'm like well maybe i shouldn't be doing this maybe i'm not good enough yeah but like i said to have a strong support system 
is very important in this career. Um, people that can relate to what you're going through, uh, people that can lift you up, that can, you know, talk you through situations that you can't tell yourself. Mm. Um, sometimes you just have to hear it out loud, mm. you know, because you're not going to say that stuff to yourself out loud, you know, and sometimes you need someone else to like remind you of that, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Especially if you're in that tough spot, even saying some positive things are a little hard to hit because right now at that moment in time, it's like an echo chamber of like not feeling worthy. Yeah. But sometimes that one affirmation from someone else mm -hmm. is the, is like the ripple effect to mm -hmm. change everything else. Absolutely.